JD Talking Sports. It is Monday, March 5th, 2017. Let me get right to it. Let me get right to it. They're saying fucking snow on Wednesday. I'm supposed to see Carolina play on Wednesday. I'm supposed to see four basketball games. And they're saying up to eight inches of snow in New York alone. Who knows how much I'm going to get out here. I might be freaking snowed in. It's supposed to start snowing tomorrow night. I, I can't even talk about it. I'm disgusted right now. All right. All right. Let, let's, let's, get to, let's get to the important stuff. How about <laughs> freaking Connecticut today in the AAC semifinals? They've won 100 games against AAC opponents with, without a loss since the league, be, league play began in 2013. 75-21 today. In the second quarter, they outscored Cincinnati. Now, I'm, I'm not, listen, 26 to nothing. They actually, I, I got outscored 10-9 in the fourth quarter. And Gabby Williams was out with a hip problem. 26 to nothing. They were on a 38-0 run in the first half. 26 to nothing in the second quarter alone. I feel like it was, is there any competition in this league? Cincinnati came in winning six of the last seven. That stretched from the first to the, into the third quarter, 38 nothing run. Can you believe that? They led just 9-5 after a three-pointer by Cincinnati's uh, uh, Nakira uh, uh, Goings with 439 left in the first quarter. Scored the f- final eight points of the first quarter and outscored Cincinnati 26 nothing. They were up 43-5 at the half. 43-5. It was 47-point. UConn continued to stretch, going up as much as 56 points. They only won by 54. Wow. Next, they play South Florida in the championship game tomorrow at 5 p.m. Fourth straight time the teams have met for the title. UConn has won the previous three by an average of 32 points. They sit five first-half points, tied for the fewest the Huskies have ever given up in one half. Fairleigh Dickinson scored five against UConn in November 2011. They've won its last 157 games against unranked opponents, and it's 332 wins in its last 333 games against those outside. So they're 332-1 and against teams outside the top 25. Unbelievable. Bearcats, who, Bearcats shot 14%, making eight baskets on 58 attempts. Three thirty-two and one against teams outside. That's just that's just adequate. That, that those that stat just blew my mind. Blew my freaking mind. I I I I didn't even know what to say. Kobe. Okay, and I got to Kobe won a freaking Oscar, and they're going off on him about getting the rape, which he went to court on and was settled. He's still with his wife. I was talking to one of my clients today, and we were talking about it. And she said, "Listen, didn't he go to court of law and everything?" I said, "Yeah, they went after Gary Oldman because he hit his." Uh, ex-wife with a telephone and one of the voters said anonymous said anonymously that he still was the best actor out there so what do they know what do i know i don't know so much out there so much to know again jets are eyeing uh, malcolm butler if they can't fail to resign morris claiborne okay we'll see how that Tremaine Johnson expected to sign with the Raiders or Niners. Jets could also be interested. Jets are going to be interested. Oh, and Kirk Cousins narrowed his two choices, supposedly through Matt Miller, said narrowed the choices down to the Jets and Vikings. Vikings, please make a play for him. I do not want him. I, I don't want him. I don't. I don't. I don't want him. And Shaquem Griffin, 438, 4, 4, 438, 
in the 40 yesterday, fastest time in the 40-yard dash for linebackers in 2006. And there was a video today of the dipshit, Roger Goodell, running the 40 in his office in his in sneakers and his suit. And somebody gave him a high five. I'm like, why do we have to see the commissioner of the NFL run the 40-yard dash? And I loved I loved the... Uh, there's so much diversity in that office. It, it was, uh, yeah. I just, I just, I, I, I'm not a fan of him. He's made 180 million. He's going to make another. You know, and they said he might not make 200 unless they meet certain criteria. And Peter King brought up a good point: how you know that they the, football doesn't think of the football people like with the combine. Everything's within walking distance, and now they might do the combine different places every year because you know, like the draft. And the, if it works there for the football player people where it's in a close proximity everything's done in one little place why not keep it there but no and he said you're not even talking about making a ton of money but if each team can make a little more profit isn't it better just to do what's best for the league no the nfl is always about like we got to make the biggest splash when something is more functional in indianapolis i mean keep it there it works there it brings in money to the economy to the city of indianapolis they got a nice stadium there They've had it there forever. Now we're going to, oh, but the stadium in L.A. that they're opening up is going to be the Taj Mahal, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you know, keep it in Indianapolis. And uh, they said when Shaquem Griffin crossed the finish line, he said, uh, happy birthday, Mama. We're in even a faster 40 than his brother, twin brother who's on the Seahawks. And all these teams, I just saw Iona clinch today. I didn't know, but uh, Ava uh, DuVernay, she won a, she's she is the first woman of color at the helm of a hundred million dollar studio tentpole. It's like well, hey, I was happy that uh, Get Out won. And Sir Rogers Bannister died. First athlete to break four minute miles, died yesterday at eighty eight. Ran three fifty nine and four tenths. The mystical barrier. Yeah, I remember that. And he, you know, he did, a, he was a doctor. I think he became a doctor. But Oscars, what did I think of it? I thought it was too long, as usual. I thought some of the, 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 the orchestra was off with the music. I thought Jimmy Kimmel was a tough job. I couldn't stand when they went to that freaking movie theater that was showing A Wrinkle in Time. And you know what? I thought some of the speeches were pretty cool. I think, uh, yeah, everybody that was supposed to win won. There was no real surprises. Shape of Water won Best Picture. I, Lady Bird, to me, was the best. I thought Lady Bird should have won everything. But they didn't. And shit happens, and that's the end of that, right? And every year, my mom, we're saying we won't stay up to watch it, and every year we stay up to watch it. So, what do I know? Yeah, Lipscomb, Lipscomb wins Atlantic Sun title. First NCAA tournament appearance in school history. I like that. I like when I see teams never. And I thought it was... A, I, I thought it was... Uh, I thought that, I don't know who was, when Deontay Wilder came out, the woman singing, that was Lil' Kim. I, I didn't even recognize her. Oh, and Cookie looked. Uh, Taraji Henson, P. Henson. She she had a slit up that front of the dress. She looked hot as shit. But Lil' Kim, I thought it was a uh, woman with really bad plastic surgery. And yeah, Lil' Kim was wearing like a brassiere. Did not recognize her. One of the guy NFL assistant coach said I would punch myself in the nuts to draft Saquon Barkley. Said it would really so you'd punch yourself in the nuts to get Saquon Barkley. You know I'd pay to see that. I'd like to watch you punch yourself in the nuts. Sticky Pete comes back back this week. I'm very excited on Friday. 
Knicks lost the Knicks lost, fell to twenty four and forty, lost to the Kings with the twenty and forty four. Knicks suck. Nets lost to the Clippers. That's come on. You knew that was gonna happen. And TBS is gonna air the selection show for the first time. Will it be different from TBS? So everything's going off regular TV now. I'm just like I like the Kobe picture of him winning the Oscar. Yeah. Jordan Peele makes history. First African American to win Oscar for Best Original Screenplay. Hey. Hardaway had twenty four last night. Burke at eleven. Kylo Quinn at fourteen. Beasley at six. Courtney Lee had ten. Bogdanovich had twenty two to lead the Kings, who had five players, all five starters in double figures. But he healed. Twelve points. Nick sucked. They lost by one hundred two ninety nine last night. Daniel Jeremiah said uh, yesterday. I asked uh, Shaquem Griffin what he was going to run. And he replied, "What do you think is fast?" I said, "For a linebacker, four six. He replied, "I didn't say linebacker. I said, "What do you think is fast?" Now I know what he meant. Four three eight. <laughs> I thought that was great. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. How about this? Matt Forte, in 10 seasons, had more yards from scrimmage than Franco Harris had in 12, than Adrian Peterson has had in 11, and O.J. Simpson had in 11. And Forte and Simpson both averaged 99.1 scrimmage yards per game. So, you know, you're talking about a guy who had a freaking kick-ass career. That's pretty freaking awesome. And also, thank Peter King. Thank you for that. Thank you for this one. SMU wide receiver Trey Quinn, who in 2008 pitched for the Southwest Region champ Lake Charles, Louisiana, in the Little League World Series in Williamsport. Six innings, two walks, 12 Ks. Lake Charles beat Jeffersonville, Indiana, 9-0. He threw a no-hitter. How about that? That Listen, I remember a baseball game. I think I never hit a home run in a, in a game except in a softball game when I played with the Lanker in California, where I think I got thrown at home, but they gave it to me. But I hit a tomahawk over, and I just kept going. Like, I, I tomahawked the, uh, the bat, hit a ball, and just went flying. Nobody was expecting it. But in I remember there was one game as a kid. I think I went six for six, and I was rounded second. I would have hit a home run, but I tripped, and I never got I never hit a home run except for that softball game. These are things we remember. And uh, this is great. I love Matt Patricia. He's ready to coach. He's, the reporter asked him, what, what's your director of football research going to do? He said, research. We, kid, kid I went to grad school with Greg Bodine we went to uh, Waffle House one night it must be 2-3 o'clock in the morning North Carolina and he opens a menu and he's always about doing this freaking he was always about freaking drama but I'll say this still cracks me up he looks at the menu the lady comes the waitress comes and he goes what's good here she goes waffles <laughs> I just looked at him I was like I was like dude I was like dude really really that's your Waffle House you don't know what to waffles and I love what Lewis Riddick says to the Browns. He says, listen, at some point you need to use your picks and select developed players and win games. So tired of hearing this, we are open for business, off-season, pre-draft bullshit. Yeah, where the Browns are willing to deal their multiple, to deal their multiple high draft choices. Yeah, I agree. Let's, are we going to start fucking playing football or are we going to keep getting freaking draft picks? Yeah, not a fan. Not a fan at all. Yeah, Barbara Streisand cloned her dogs. Yeah, that's freaky shit. I told my mom, you know, you, had, you you could have freaking cloned your dog. And she's like, no. 
I said, is the comeback the same or does the comeback a little crazier? How about, and congratulations, South Carolina women's team, first Southeastern Conference women's program to win four straight tournament championships. Something, and they ended the uh, Mississippi State's 32-game win streak with a 62-51 upset yesterday. And even Tennessee never won four in a row. Ugh, I'm not happy about Kirk Cousins coming to the Jets. Please, let, let, I don't want him here. I know Puma doesn't want I don't want him here. I don't want him here. Yeah, I love what Kobe said last night. He's glad you can do a little more than shut up and dribble. Hey, and Antonio Cromartie announced his retirement after 11 seasons. He's going to have some time to spend with the kids. And Adam Silver is planning a strategy that expands the relationship between the NBA G League and elite high school basketball players. Maybe get him some more money, all that kind of shit. Yeah, something has to be done because it's not working. Not working at all. Minka Fitzpatrick, 447, 40-yard dash, 33-inch vertical, and 14 reps on the bench press. They said he could play everywhere. Yeah, tanking. UVA is the unanimous number one. Still going to play in the ACC tournament this week. We'll see how that goes. And The Rock won a Razzie for... A Razzie, I'm sorry, for his performance in Baywatch, which they said so... It got a special award for so bad you couldn't stop watching it, basically. And he said, someday maybe I'll win an Oscar. I'm like, dude, that's not happening. And Ichiro is going back to the freaking... Seattle... Mariners and Alden Smith, man, I'm I'm he that went nine nineteen and a half sacks, and since then he's been a fucking train wreck. He he supposedly got into a domestic vi- alleged domestic violence and ran from police, and the Raiders just released him. He didn't hasn't played in years. Guy has more talent as Pinky than I have on my whole fucking body, and the Eagles have received multiple trade offers for a quarterback Nick Foles, but they're going to want at least a first round pick, a, f- a one and a four, one and a two. I don't know if they're going to get that, but hey, might as well listen to offers. And the Jets could get Jimmy Graham. Seahawks not expected to re-sign Jimmy Graham. Saints among a bunch of teams interested in the Pro Bowl tight end, which wasn't he already there? Why not go back home? I think he'd have a better... I don't think he did as much with Seattle as I thought he would. On oh, that Roseanne show looks terrible, man. The preview for that looks like a bucket of shit. And Demarcus Lawrence had a final for the media that he was uh, franchise tagged. He goes, oh, wow, glad the media knows. I still haven't heard anything. Ha ha, either way, I'm proud to be part of the Dallas Cowboys organization. Let's go chase number six. But why, why can't you tell the guy? Why does he have to fucking hear through the... Oh, and I love this. Hear it through the media. I'm sorry. You know, J.D. Talking Sports, we fly through shit. But Canelo Alvarez tests positive for Clen, uh, Buterol, but he, but the Triple G fight is still on, attributing to eating contaminated meat. Okay. There's a lot of contaminated meat out there. You know, it's... And the Texans aren't interested in players who protested... Anth- who Interested in players who protested anthem. Let me get back to the contaminated meat because it seems like this happens a lot where we have contaminated meat or, you know, it's a urine sample and all that stuff. Can anybody fess up that, you know, maybe I fucked up, I should have taken somebody and I didn't check something on something I ate or something, a pill I took, and I, didn't, I made a big mistake on that front? Once, can we have that? How do I feel about the Texans? Hey... I'm not the owner. I think it's ridiculous. But, you know, hey, it is Texas. You know, queers, steers, and beers, right? Isn't that what they said? Something like that? So, am I surprised? No. No. Oh, and freaking uh, two straight episodes good of freaking... Oh, man, I'm thinking... uh, what's, What's the show I just watched tonight? 
Oh, my God, from last night. Homeland. Homeland was really good. I have not watched uh, Walking Dead, but I will watch that probably tonight. But Homeland, two straight good episodes. Really, Combo Chef, you got to watch it. It's really good. And NFL Notified Teams, the 2018 salary cap has been raised from 167 to 177. Also went up over 10 million. I thought it was only 5 million. But, all right, that's good. Jets are going to have a shitload of money. And I love this. Deion Sanders, he can't believe a white guy can run in the fast. He said, I can't say it on TV, but the, the kid from uh, DB, Troy Apke, DB from Penn State, he was a track guy. He ran a 4.35 today, and his mom had run. And Deion said, well, I can't say it on TV, but he was like, God damn, you run pretty fast. It was funny. If you get to watch it, go go Google it. It's freaking hilarious, man. It is it is hilarious. I thought it was... Oh, that's another thing. So I'm watching Partridge Family, and this Rocco, appreciate this. And it's an episode, and all of a sudden, fucking Richard Pryor's on it. They did an episode where, like, these... I, and I was like, wow. I mean, a young Richard Pryor, but I was like, damn. There's Richard Pryor right on television. I thought that was pretty crazy. What was I? Yeah, and I was just talking about something else. Because I thought I was going to forget about it. Yeah, that, yeah, you got to watch the video about Apke. And Dion's talking about, I, I, he said, I can't sit on television. And they're like, well, well I, I, can't, I can't, I can't, you know. But you know what I'm thinking. He goes, yeah, that he's uh, a white guy. So this is the thing what's happening with the with the basketball NBA, NBA is reportedly in process of adjusting the current one-and-done rule that mandates players can only enter the league one year removed from the graduation. It's to build a structure for young players seeking to enter the NBA, per Brian Windhorst of ESPN. The plan is expected to include the NBA starting relationships with elite teenagers while they're in high school, providing skills to help them develop both on and off the court. It will ultimately open an alternate path to the NBA besides playing in college, in a way 18-year-olds could earn a meaningful salary either from NBA teams or as part of an enhanced option in the development G League, sources said. It's open to foster relationships with players during both high school and after high school, but before they are ready to enter the NBA. I think that's a good idea, man. Opening academies that would house and train elite high school prospects. The league is not going down the academy path at this time, per, per Windhorst. Other ideas have been floated, including more mentorship programs with young players, fixing some of the flaws in the AAU system, Expanding the NBA's two-way contracts to 18-year-olds, essentially allowing younger players to play in the G League under more competitive salaries, comparable to what they might receive going overseas. I like the idea. And uh, President Barack Obama also uh, he concurred. He said it's just not a sustainable way of doing business. Then when everybody acts shocked that some kid from extraordinarily poor circumstances who's got five, ten, fifty million dollars waiting for him. It's going to be circled by everybody in a context in which people are making billions of dollars. It's not good. Oh, he said, you know, you know, a poor kid who's got five, ten million, fifty, you know, a lot of money waiting for him. It's going to be circled by everybody in a context in which people are making billions of dollars. It's not good. I agree. Yeah. He was on the panel at the Sloan Sports Analytics Conference last week. I think it was in Boston at Harvard. I agree. Hey, listen. I feel like the, a lot of these kids are not, you know, don't want to go to college and let them do what they should be doing, right? And I, I read this today. I love this about uh, the uh, St. Louis Cardinals baseball organization. He said, people always think of St. Louis as that sleepy little Midwest town, but they're passionate about the game. 
I don't think we want to go back to the early 90s when we were not successful. And even when you do the breakdown, there's no guarantee you're going to get it right. Exactly. You know what? Listen, I, I think the Jets, I just don't think Kirk Cousins is going to take you to the promised land. I think the Jets are better to bring, get that quarterback, get that real, real quarterback. I don't, hey, prove me wrong. Just prove me wrong, but I don't think so. And the Giants might be in, in play for Carolina guard Andrew Norwell. They have about $24 million in cap space, and their needs are significant. Oh, yeah, they need it, yeah. And they said also there's a silly amount of cap money available, almost $1 billion for a mediocre crop of free agents. I'm not really psyched about any of the free agents. Kirk Cousins, right? It's interesting. Mike Mayak said, last year's number one quarterback was Deshaun Watson, but I only had him at number 20 in my top 100 lists. He thinks Lamar Jackson most electrifying player in the draft. I agree. He's going to make plays in the NFL. And he's going to make defensive coordinators crazy, very nervous. Sam Darnold, he has plus arm strength. Strength. He can make plays inside the pocket. He can also extend plays, which is critical in today's NFL. And when he scrambles, he scrambles with his eyes eyes up, looking to make throws down the field to beat you. They say issues turnovers, both fumbles of the pocket and interceptions in the red zone. Listen, I love a quarterback that's looking down the, to make throws down the field, always looking a way to beat you. I think he has intangibles. I think Josh Rosen's Josh Rosen is going to prove people wrong. You know, they're saying he's a rich kid who really doesn't have the – he's not hungry. Listen, he's hungry. All these kids are hungry. And I know Puma loves Mike White out of Western Kentucky. He said I should talk about him. I think there's a lot of small guys that play four years at a small school. And he is Coach Brom, who went on to Purdue, was a great coach for him. I think a lot of these guys can, hey, listen, if the Jets want to hold out, if they don't get the quarterback, get get a get a guy a need position at number six, and then uh, get a quarterback later that they can play. Because Bryce Petty's not the answer. Either is uh, Christian Hackenberg. Jets need just needs a lot lot of fucking help, a lot of fucking help. I love what Anthony Lynn said. You know, this, he just said his first year as head coach. He said, "I learned a lot." about myself as far as being a new head coach. I think at one point everybody in the building got the memo that I was the head coach, but me, I was still trying to be offensive coordinator, still trying to be a running back coach. I needed to be a little more hands-off and let my guys do their jobs and embrace my role as the head coach of the team. I think that helped things flow a little better. It's a learning process, man. And then went 9-7 this year. I loved, I loved that he got the shot. I want to see what he can do with it. And I love what the, Shaquem Griffin at the Combine, you know, fitted with a prosthesis early in his college career. He said when he first got it, he couldn't even lift 45 pounds. He said the bar was shaking. I remember doing my first pull-up. My mom saw me do my first pull-up my freshman year, and she's, you know, she just emotionally started crying. She walked down, and I thought, you got to let her be sometimes. She does that. He said I couldn't bench, bench a bar to doing 20 reps at 225, being able to compete with the best. He's going to play Sundays. He is going to be a fucking beast. And they're talking about him. Pro fo- Football Focus said he was the second-best edge rusher Griffin, among the draft eligible players in 2018, seven sacks, seven quarterback hits, and 37 hurries and 236 pass rushing snaps. He kept the special teams for three or four years. What's not the light? Hey, I love him. I love him. Sean Payton said he's the best running back prospect of Saquon Barkley I've seen in 25 years. Another team which has given out four, only four draft pros, pros, prospects, perfect grades in the last 20 years. 
Told me Barkley's a fifth. Hey, Sean Payton, what about Alvin Kamara? Give him some love, man. But hey, and top 10, this is Peter King. He says, Barkley, Darnold, North Carolina State pass rusher, Bradley Chubb, who Puma loves. Josh Allen, Puma loves him too. Baker Mayfield, I love him. Josh Rosen, Notre Dame guard, Quentin Nelson, Alabama defensive back, Minka Fitzpatrick from Jersey. Ohio State cornerback, Denzel Ward. And Georgia linebacker, Roquan Smith, who is going to be a beast. Sideline to sideline coverage. He play, I'll tell you, he had some great plays when they needed it against Oklahoma in the semifinals. He's a difference maker. I love him. Now, interesting that the Browns have four picks in the top 35, but they still want A.J. McCarron. Hugh Jackson wants to coach him. Hey, Hugh, that's who you want? And then getting a rookie quarterback in the draft or just – Give Deshaun Kaiser some fucking coaching and let him see what he can do. I don't know why you have to keep drafting quarterbacks. I don't think Deshaun Kaiser, hey, I know he's off target a little bit, but goddamn. You already threw it in the towel? And also, the NFL is thinking about changing the rule where going to the ground is going away. So basically, if you make the catch, two steps, and doing something with the football, so that means Des Bryant's catch would have counted. That means Calvin Johnson's catch would have counted. Jesse James' catch would have been a catch, too. I like that idea. I like that. I, I would like that to happen. And the, the freaking, the uh, Miami is going to dine Baker Mayfield the night before his pro day on March 14th. And I think that may be done with Ryan Tannehill. By opening day this year, it will be 21 months since Tannehill's played football. And I guess he wants to bring in some of the challenge, Ryan Tannehill. But I think he's saying, Ryan, I'm done with you. I'm done with you now. Goodbye. Got to go. It's going to talk about the Knicks. They were down 19. They came back. It's over. Who gives a shit? And then this boxer, what the hell is his name? Jamal Charlo was partying with his assistants and femme fatales at Jay-Z's 4040 Club on Sunday morning. Got a physical altercation with someone around 3 a.m. We all know, and nothing good happens after 2 a.m., and he had $145,000 in cash and jewelry on him at the club in his purse. 40000 in cash at the club, which I don't understand why anybody needs to walk around. And 115000 worth of bling, and some lady walked out with it. And I'm still trying to understand why he needed... Why why he needed to carry around all that money. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, still, I'm, I'm still a little perplexed. I mean, I know some stuff, but... I don't know why anybody needs to walk around with that much cash on them. Still trying to figure stuff out. And Josh Allen met Dan Marino and called him John Elway. He got a little nervous. Yeah. Yeah. I could talk about the, yeah, Shaquem Griffin, man. Beast. Beast, beast, beast. And they said Baker Mayfield looked very comfortable in the spotlight. Yeah, he is, hey, man. Come on, man. He's 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 all right. Oh, Shaquem's brother only did 17. Shaquille's, Shaquem's brother, Shaquille, only did 17 reps in the bench press. And I love Bradley Chubb from NC State defensive end said, I am the best, if he was the best player or the best non-quarterback in the draft, my comments level is going to say I'm the best player. I feel like 
I put it on tape in four years, just putting on tape, good film, and I feel like I'm the best player. I'm not going to say one person is better than me. And Maurice Hurst, the Michigan defensive tackle, was sent home. Now, uh, in 2013, we star uh, uh, Lota Lele had a echocardiogram. Arc, uh, had a they revealed that he had nothing permanent potentially caused by it, but he had abnormality in his heart. And def- But defensive tackle Nick Fairley from Auburn was placed on the Saints' non-football injury list last June and later released to a reported heart condition. <coughs> and that they're going to have now a third person, a unaffiliated neutra- neurotrauma consultant on the field, up in the box, to check for like another spotter. To, if they have to take a guy out for concussions. And listen to this. So the fight, Deontay Wilder, which I thought he was losing, they had him ahead. AP had him ahead of Ortiz, 86-83 in the 10th. But all three judges had Deontay Wilder ahead, and I thought Ortiz was the aggressor. And uh, yeah, he said, I showed everybody I can take a punch. And now 50, now listen to this, 50 years ago, nearly 50 years ago, Joe Frazier, the unbeaten heavyweight champ decided to take a detour from a big money rematch against Ali in favor of a stopover in Kingston, Jamaica. And what he expected would be an easy payday against a powerful but raw heavyweight named George Foreman. Well, six knockdowns, and less than two rounds later, Frazier was an ex-champion, and the money went away, was reduced to a non-title fight for a small fraction of the money. So you got to be careful when you try to you know, take a supposedly easy fight. And Wilder was up 85-84 by the three judges after nine rounds, which I think was bullshit. I thought Ortiz was definitely the aggressor. <coughs> Vader Holyfield said, he said, I, he got hit so many times, I don't know how he stayed up. It takes a lot of confidence to come back from that. And the eighth round, he came back out like he never got hit. That's what made him win the fight. Yeah, and and Wilder didn't even start boxing until he was 21. He actually wanted to have a career in the NBA or the NFL. Yeah. And he is awkward. He looks undisciplined sometimes. They said he can't really fight, but he can punch. Now, if he gets the fight against Joshua, that'd be a lot of money. Also, uh, there's not been an undisputed heavyweight champion of the world since Lennox Lewis retired in 2003. Now, he's, now, Joshua has to fight jo- Joshua, Joseph Parker in New Zealand on March 31st in Cardiff, Wales. Yeah. But if these two guys get the fight, each fighter can make upwards of $50 million. I think it should happen. And uh, DeBella, who is the... Lou DeBella, who's the promoter for uh, Wilder, said, I don't think they want the fight right away because, let's face it, if they saw vulnerabilities that would make them want to take the fight in the seventh round... They saw things that will make them not want to take the fight in the 10th. I agree. And Holyfield, what did Holyfield say about him? Oh. Yeah, Holyfield had something interesting to say about him. Yeah, Holyfield, uh, he doesn't look classy, but he gets the job done. Yeah, that's his assessment of Deontay Wilder's technical skill. He doesn't look classy, but he gets the job done. All right, he gets the job done. All right. So I definitely think the NBA should go the route with working with the young players. I don't maybe, but getting them the G League, getting them paid. Some of these kids don't even want to go to school, so 
Don't make them go. Can't wait for the basketball coming up. The Knicks play again on tomorrow night at Portland. Should be another loss. 40 loss. They're approaching 50 again. So what are they, 24 and 40? The 64 games, they got 18 left. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. I think they got 19 games left. Wait a minute. 2, 4, 6, 8. 12, 14. Yep, 18 games left. Oh, they're losing 50 this year. Sorry, Lithuanian Laser. It's happening. I apologize. Actually, I don't. They're losing 50. Okay. Last night's trivia question. True, false. There has... There's been at least one Cuban heavyweight boxing champ. False. There has never been a Cuban heavyweight boxing champion. Uh, Teofilo... Remember Teofilo Stevenson, the former great Cuban heavyweight boxer? Never fought professionally. Stayed an amateur. They, you know, they said if he would have went pro, he probably would have been a heavyweight champ. That's how good he was. So Luis Ortiz was close, but no cigar. Tonight's trivia question. Okay. Relievers with 30 saves after at the age of 40. Relievers with 30-plus saves, 30 saves or more, at the age of 40 or later. Okay. Can you name them? There's four. How about that? Four relievers with at least 30 saves at the age of 40. 30 more saves at the age of 40. I didn't know who any... Well, actually, I got one of them. All right, folks. That's all I really want to talk about. I think I'm going to go to bed. You know, I kind of want to watch Walking Dead. All right. Have a good night. Peace out. Talk to you soon.